whether we're talking about business, wellness, travel, or relationships. I've always thought age is just a number. Welcome to Ageless with me, Cynthia Raleigh, and my daughter, Kit Keenan. So hi, everyone, and welcome back to Ageless. Today, we have Dr. Barbara Sturm and her daughter, Charlie, on the podcast today. Welcome, guys. <laughs> hi. Thank you for having us. This is like, It's exciting for us to have mother-daughter uh, duos on the podcast. Yeah, it's so nice. Yeah. It's Family business. Yeah, I guess just to start off, a lot of our listeners are around my age, like early 20s, and we like to start off by asking our guests what a day in their work life looks like. So what has that been looking like for you guys lately? Do you want to go first? No, you go first. I go first. Um, <laughs> <so> late, <laughs> since lockdown started, it's um, it's obviously been very close working together between the two of us um, because we've been together throughout all of lockdown, um, which has been a very um, new and also great, but also very intense experience for us. Um, Same with us. Yeah. We've been, we've been together the entire time too. And I actually was reminiscing and saying, Oh, wasn't that so great when we were, you know, when we were first in quarantine and we really, you know, got to spend so much time together and I was loving it. And Kit was like, I mean, the, the first few weeks I thought it was great. And then at some point I was like, okay, <laughs> it's, uh, yeah. it's enough now. <laughs> no, but actually we, I think we got, we got so much done though together and, had a I mean, of- our whole day is work, and we work together. We film together. We also have a six-year-old who um, partially was, of course, homeschooled. And then, um, you know, she came into the videos. She would put on videos herself on her iPad and press the button, and then explaining all the products. My name is Pepper, and my mom is Dr. Sturm. It was so cute. I mean, like every everybody was helping and um, doing the most out of it. And we were cooking and, um, you know, just being in the family and very close. We we're and very sleeping creative. in bed together. I think our, our, our creative, um, like our creative minds like spiked. <laughs> like we had so many new ideas every day and we're just constantly, especially you did. I mean, the, the amount of like things you came up with for the company within, within these months of quarantine is insane. You know, insane for my team, actually. Yeah. It's insane for them. She's because, like, we need to make it happen tomorrow. Oh, <laughs> we, do, we do that. We do that. And they, yeah. my team is unbelievable in execution. Unbelievable. And also Charlie. And I I mean, you can't do anything without a strong team. So, um, you know, we also, um, during the first lockdown, had, um, you know, um, my two assistants with us and they were we were like a big family and just um crushing it together and like you know doing lots of love projects together and 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 at the same time we did yoga together and cooking and walks and um i think you grow together very very closely in that time 
um, with your whole team, but also back with your family, which I, I love um, very much to really get the time. Also with my little one, where she grew up pretty much um, on on the trips with us, you know, and I was working nonstop. Now working from home pretty much gives me the time to bring her to bed every night. So the, so, the social life um, broke away. And, um, you know, as, as bad as this whole situation is, and, um, and the uncertainty it brings to us, the same it brings us back to the grounds and um, brings families together. And hopefully, hopefully we'll get through this um, quickly now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. While you were, while you were being inspired, did you, um, is there any kind of big monumental shift that you uh, are taking for the company? I do, I actually love how you have that sense of urgency because that's how I feel about everything too. I don't know if it's like, because, uh, you know, we went into lockdown so unexpectedly and so quickly and like there was such a major change so fast that it does feel like everything we do, I have that sense of urgency. Um, But did you have any kind of major shifts in the way that you're, your company is working? I think I'm, I think I'm not always like seeing things um, out of the eyes of a businesswoman, you know, because, you know, I'm a doctor and my, my career started as a medical doctor and I'm up to today. I love to be of service to my patients. And that was the shift in this company. Um, definitely as well. When I was traveling around the world, um, the time before, um, to really do like press events and see clients and do the pop-up spas and which was all a great time. Now I really came back to being a doctor. What does my patient need? What, how can I help them? You know, I couldn't be working as a doctor on the front line, but, um, I could be there as a doctor to, um, assist my patients and ask them, uh, you know, through FaceTime consultations, through skin school, masterclasses, maskathon, um, lives, um, being in touch with my clients and coming back to my core idea of what I wanted to be um, made this shift in the company as well, because that will, you know, translated into, you know, all the activities we're doing, um, which are not designed to make money. It's designed to help and give advice and knowledge and, you know, the power to um, to make own decisions on how to treat their skin. You know, it's just um, more of um, the education and the advice um, I want to give than, you know, pushing products. You know, the products are great. Everybody knows that. But, you know, that's just, <laughs> that's just, that's just, you know, that's just part of my idea. You know, the products are part of my idea. The, the big idea is way bigger. It's a whole mission, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I wanted. I want to dive into that a little bit. You know, you have treated every celebrity under the sun. And I think that part of it is this accessibility to you um, that you have built out during this time, especially with all of the live streams and the classes and everything. Um, Because, you know, what you do is so specialized and somewhat exclusive. So how did you an inventive? Make- yeah, exactly. It's really like like no one else has ever done anything that you're that you're doing. So how did you make the shift from a purely medical field to launching your own product line? 
same. It really came from the request of my patients. So if you're sitting in your doctor's office, a patient comes in and they said, um, you know, I ask, how can I help you? And then they sit down and they tell their whole story. And, you know, um, when I started um, with the vampire facial, um, like almost 20 years ago, um, I also had the urge to, you know, find something which could, you know, take care of my skin from the outside. So I was really looking for the perfect face cream, which I couldn't find on the market. So I said, okay, I do my own and gave it um, obviously also to my patients. And then my patients um, were asking, asking me, you know, Dr. Storm, we love this cream, but you know, what's the cleanser, which cleanser should we use and which serum should we use? And what's the whole routine? And I'm like, I don't know. I don't know. And I couldn't recommend anything. So I said, okay, I will, I will create something for you. And then they came, you know, I have these acne scars. What can you do? So I had to come up with something. And they said, oh, you know, I have this rosacea and, you know, I'm getting like really bad razor bumps. What do I do? So they come with questions and I wanted to give them advice to my best knowledge possible. And I pretty much um, quickly noticed that I couldn't recommend anything on the market because it wouldn't come up to my standards, you know, so I created all these products for every patient who wanted something from me, you know, and to give advice. This um, did not implicate, is it smart to launch so many products? Is it smart to have so many products on stock? Do you have so many clients, so many patients who will buy these products? Didn't think about that so much, you know? So my patient comes first and giving them advice. And from there, everything else grew. And then I I put it into net porter and luckily net porter took my products and then, you know, I wouldn't see lots of emails from other retailers, huge retailers asking me if they could launch my products. <laughs> you know, it was like very mom and pop um, and very like, you know, I was working as a doctor full time and not really, you know, growing that business. And this came like step by step, more requests, more products, more patients. And then, um, at one point in the U.S. starting PR, which to me was really fun and and, and ex- an explosion of, of, of our, our, you know, products and got so much feedback and love for the product. So, so now I love doing all of this. Amazing. Oh, I love that. Wait, so can we just back up for one second? For anyone who doesn't know what the vampire facial is, can you just explain that? Okay, so my original background is orthopedics. And when I came into the orthopedics, I came together with a group of scientists from Harvard, Pittsburgh, doctors from Germany, and I helped pioneering. I was 27. I helped pioneering a treatment where you take the body on protein. So you take the patient's blood from the vein, um, you process it in a certain way, you create anti-inflammatory proteins and um, growth factors, and you spin it, you take the red blood cells away, and you re-inject it into the joints. So basically, you re-inject it into the knees, shoulders, hips, back, wherever. And um, you take down the inflammatory process in this joint and stop the ongoing process of aging. I then translated um, the knowledge into the skin because I was so intrigued at the time with learning how to um, inject Botox and fillers. Nobody was doing this um, at that point in Germany. And I learned about it. And then I um, flew everywhere in the world to learn from the best, created my own techniques. And then um, I, I added the part of the body on proteins with the blood to it. And in 2002, I performed my first um Vampire facial is just a term, um, you know, people use in the U.S., but 
It's basically the body on proteins mixed with hyaluronic acid and injecting into, into the skin. You can also do it with microneedling or with mesotherapy. There are different ways to bring it into the skin to really engage with, um, you know, with um, stimulation of, um, you know, the, the skin's matrix and um, making your skin like a little more robust and, um, um, you know, rejuvenated. Genius. I mean, looking at you, I, I feel like I need everything. Yes. Oh, <laughs> well, we to dive in. Take care of we already did. Did he send you anything? Oh, oh yes. yes, we've been starting. Yeah. It I'm hasn't. Sure. It hasn't fully set in yet. Clearly, we're okay. like getting to your guys' level, but we're obsessed. Um, yeah. So, I guess. Well, the three. I you have been quoted to say that your three keys to good skin are anti-inflammation, hydration, and telomerase activation. Mm -hmm. Can you talk about what that last one is and maybe yes. tell me the pronunciation? Yes. Very, you, you, really, you really discovered everything. So anti-inflammation comes from the orthopedics, and inflammation is really the key um, to aging. And anti-inflammation, the key to anti-aging, for sure. And hydration, nutrition um, is basically keeping skin barrier function working, keeping our cell performing and giving everything to the cells they need because in the end we want healthy skin healthy skin is most likely the most beautiful skin and also the most likely to not age as quickly and so a telomerase activation to me as um, you know um, I couldn't put the blood into my mass line product so um, I had to come up with um, super cool ingredients and I'm total science and ingredient nerd and I um, was looking into what was out there. And at the time, I was very intrigued with telomerase and telomerase activation. And telomeres are the little caps, the ends of every chromosome. And normally when a, when, when a cell divides into two identical cells, the chromosomes have to duplicate first. And then the cell divides into two new identical cells. So the genetic material gets um, duplicated. Each duplication, the little caps, little telomeres get shorter, 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 shorter until the cell dies or mutates. And that's called apoptosis or natural programmed cell death. And those telomeres are basically life, cell life limiting factors. Yeah. And, um, you know, humans have like 40 to 60 cell divisions. A turtle, for example, has 110 cell divisions. So a turtle gets to live 200 years. There you see that this is really the life limiting factor in our aging, yeah? Our number of cell divisions. So that's why it's good to really keep our cells in the best performing situation and keeping our telomeres as long as possible. And the telomerase is an enzyme which keeps our telomeres long the telomeres can rejuvenate throughout the night if we give enough sleep to our body that the telomeres you know are active and you know can do the job we can also add telomerase from outside through certain nutritions like personal skull cap astragalus it's all in my skin food but also in all of our products because you must be so intrigued you um, need to have everything right now because that's really um, the fountain of youth enzyme telomerase and in 2009, two Nobel Prizes were given on the idea how telomeres even work. So it's absolute cutting-edge um, science. I mean, it sort of sounds like a little bit what how they're working on the COVID vaccine. Like, not really, but, you know, like the way that you can manipulate 
um, cells so that actually we have no I idea. don't know what I'm talking yeah, about. We don't, but <laughs> it's it's basically it's true everything that you are saying, but we have no clue. No, but you manipulate <laughs> cells already with the way you eat, with the way you sleep, with the way you um um you know cope with stress. You manipulate your own cells, your own life, your own uh, well being by the way you live. So if I only eat crap, you know, and, and fast food and stuff, you know, most likely you manipulate yourselves to a worse themselves. You know, if you give enough nutrients to your body, but also to your skin, you manipulate, manipulate your cells into the right direction and prolong their lives and, um, you know, and, and improve their performance. Yeah. Okay. Well, I definitely want to talk more about food and diet. Yes. Um, but just going back to that, do people do, can you do the vampire facial on your, like, do people do it on other parts of their body? Would it work on other parts of your body? Yeah, of course. I mean, we, we do it everywhere. In, in my clinic in this adult, they do it on the legs, everywhere you want. Yeah. Okay. On the arms. Yeah. Yeah, those. Oh, yeah, yes. Arms, Back of your arms. You know what's really nice? You know, when you age, you get these stupid lines here in the elbow, on the elbow. Yeah. Yeah, that's great areas to do that, too. A friend of mine told me he can guess a woman's age, any woman's or age, age or a man's age. He can guess someone's age. And and I was like, how can, how can you do that? And he goes, turn around. And I was like, uh-oh, this sounds really <laughs> sketchy. And he he he... He's like, no, I'm looking at your elbows, oh, and great. apparently your elbows are really like the sign of, oh, you know, where you first start to age. Yeah. But anyway, and then my other question was, put the lip balm um, on your elbows and cream. The lip balm, okay. oh, our new okay. anti-aging, super anti-aging hand cream, also amazing on the elbows. Yeah, try that. We need that, especially oh, yeah. New York winter. Yeah, definitely need that. Well, I was going to ask, how young do you start some of these um, treatments? Like, how? What? What is the? You know, like Charlie I'm, is. Charlie, how old are you? I'm 24. 24. Yeah. Be careful with what you, you know use. with what you use because um, lots of anti-aging ingredients, which is written on the bottle, are actually really bad for your skin. So um, you need to pick the right anti-aging aspects. You know. But um, what I want to say regarding treatments, um, I was, of course, very young. I told you I was 27 and I was um, a doctor in orthopedics and, you know, created all these things. And, of course, when you create all these treatments and inject all these substances, you, you're definitely part of your own of your own trials, you know. But um, if I would choose that again, I wouldn't start so early with, you know, injecting Botox fillers, um, you know, doing all these treatments to to my skin that young so if someone comes and says you know if charlie would come and say you know i'm i'm 24 i want to have this and this done and i was like no no chance you but know stuff that you can do is like microneedling you can yes. probably start yeah right, you, at my age or yeah it really also de- depends, depends on your you skin know type. did you do microneedling i think i, I think did one i i might have done one very because it, it also depends on the length of like yeah there's there's different measures right so i did a very mild like 
Yeah, I, keep, I think I did keep one. a good skincare routine. I would propose rather than going after crazy treatments, you know, and 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 wait. No lasers. I mean, lasers are the worst. You you know, unless no you have lasers, an issue right? where you think, okay, I have really bad acne scars. Yeah. I, I tried everything. I don't know how to get rid of. Okay, go to your doctor. Get a real consultation. Ask for all the side effects and everything you need to pay attention to, because you know this can really cause a lot of um, you know problems on your skin for the time being when you do that laser treatment, and you really need to be prepared or an SFP or whatever. Do it with a real um, amazing, experienced dermatologist, and 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 learn about it. You know, instead of going for it like crazy with no real understanding and just like as an anti-aging tool, I wouldn't do that at all. You know, if you have certain underlying problems, you cannot get rid, you know, with any conservative treatment, then, um, then I would, would agree, you know? Well, something you mentioned was that, you know, you, you started, trying out these crazy treatments when you were so young and, you know, you started doing the vampire facials at such a young age. And Charlie, I'm wondering for you, um, what was your university experience like? First off, what did you study and how did you know you wanted to eventually get? Um, she has no be, choice. Yeah. No, <laughs> that's not even true. I, I had absolutely no clue. And, um, um, you always wanted to do acting yeah so from a from a for, for a long time I've been wanting to do acting and it's still an interest of mine but I also really really value having um you know I for me it's very important to have like the proper education and like acting is something so risky I wanted to make sure I have a bachelor degree on hand as well and also I knew it would never be I could never only do that because obviously I have a love for skincare and I have a love for the company um so what I studied is actually um, media and communication management. And if I'm very frank with you, I did that just to have a, a bachelor degree and have that back net of safety, so to say. Um, but I already, like, I, choose a, I chose a course that let me actually um, already start working more for the company as well. So while I was studying, I was um, really already using what I learned within the company and started getting getting into work there and um when I was done, I really full on went into that. And I, I really value that experience because I, I feel like I honestly learned so much more by doing and by actually experiencing. And I mean, I still learn so much and I, and I get um, such incredible responsibility as well, which is, which is, you know, something that I probably wouldn't get anywhere else, but I, yeah, no, it's amazing. Thank yeah, you. Yeah. Why would you go somewhere else if I need you? <laughs> <laughs> yeah but uh the uh, we're in the same position but i don't think kit you know will do she won't do that it depends i think it it really well first off i'm yeah, what is your what would you say your official title so i, I fully like now and it's so hard to funny does everything she's just like a, she's like a mini me you know? I, I do stuff from like from 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 partnerships that we have with other brands, from um, a lot of marketing opportunities to I work very closely with our social media and content team to product development to 
um, VIP relations to a very new project that we're just working on that I'm very excited for. To, it's just so many things that I'm like, honestly, it's so hard to say. And then I'm always like, oh my God, people must think that like, why is it so important? Why is it so important to have a title? I, I think a title doesn't mean anything. It's just like you know, it's a structure. But you know, in the in the sense of 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 the company, to me, is like an amazing team, and we all work together, and I. See, it's all at the same level. You know, everybody does the the, the, the things which are necessary yeah, in right. their field. And then we all come together. And, you know, I'm not such a tight thing. I, you know, I, I don't like conventions. And um, I was about to say, I feel like a lot of a lot of people that I work closely with as well, everyone taps into different teams, so to say. Like, no one's really no one's really sticking to just their title. Like, we have, some people are, of course, but, like, especially in the creative part, like, Everyone sort of helps out in every situation and field, which is nice, though. I 100% agree. 100% agree. Well, your company is definitely set up like that, for yeah. sure. And I, I think it's interesting because we just listened to the Daily – was it the Daily New York Times did a um, podcast episode with the CEO mm-hmm. of – uh zappos right no it was uh yeah and different one it was um npr oh yeah so it was up first i guess um and they did an interview with mr shea who was the um ceo of zappos and he taught he was like the inventor of not having a corporate structure and like having people work in teams like that and he said it was a huge growth factor for the company. And I think that is how your company was. You know what I realized recently is that it's more important to have creative people do overseeing the business when you're a creative company than it is to have a business person doing the business side of it and sort of segregating the creative people to be creative because you can't really have art without commerce, you know, Mm -hmm. and vice versa. I tell you, I built this yeah. business with never having a business plan, um, nor marketing budget. I don't believe Same. in marketing anyway. Everything I did, you know, and I didn't, you know, um, forecast the cost of what I did. I said, you know, oh, let's do a pop-up next week in the Middle East. Okay, let's do it. Let's do it. Let's get everybody over and let's do it. So there was no, oh, the budget is this and that. I just did it, you know, and I, I, I've been doing it like this every you know ever since I can remember and now um I I I needed to have a little more um business competence in the business obviously because um you know at one point you grow away you kind of like want to have a budget and you want to see those things and you know but then decisions are made sometimes on on the wrong on on the wrong cause or the wrong symptomatic in a business. And, you know, I have to be like a, like a, like a looks looking out, like, you know, okay, let's not do this decision. Let's still go for full speed ahead. You know, I'm like, I have to be really careful that decisions are not made because of, you know, the overall business idea, because that's, I, I, I don't like that at all. You know, I always want to go with what my gut tells me, you know, yeah, intuition and your gut. She always did that, and and so many times. Actually, just a quick side note: I I I was always fascinated by you for doing that because it's obviously it's it can be very scary. But you always you always did that, and even when people came to you and were like, "No, don't do that, don't do that, it's too risky, whatever," you were like, 
no, I'm doing this. I know it's going to work. Like it's, and he did it and it worked. And it's, I don't know, to me, that was always like, um, I don't know. Badass. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's my favorite. That's the highest compliment I ever, can ever give people. Yes. <laughs> You're a real badass. <laughs> well, I'm interested. I think, Charlie, what you were saying before about, you know, working in the company and having a title, but also like working in all of these different areas. What, what do you think is like, what gets you up in the morning to like, what inspires you? What are you most passionate about in the business? And do you ever feel, because I think for me, sometimes, you know, working on different projects with my mom, I can often feel like I'm in her shadow in a way and how do you kind of how do you cope with that um yeah I completely get that and I have that a lot too um and especially especially because it's so many different things that I do sometimes I'm like am I just not doing anything you know what I mean like it gets I don't know I get into my own head about it but um um to me I don't know I'm just I'm obviously I'm very very proud of my mom and to me it's also you know since it's your baby it's my baby too in a way and um and I've really grown learned to love the business and in the meanwhile I would say in the morning what gets me up is that um I have I have projects that are really in my hands now as well you know so I have this responsibility and and that makes it less of, of a working in the shadow situation, I guess. Oh, so I say you sense? decide. She asked me and, a question. I said, no, you decide. Yeah. Yeah. Which sometimes I'm like, oh my God, I can't, I don't, I don't want that. I don't want to do that. Like I need, I need someone to, to vouch for that first, but like, no, it's, it's obviously difficult as well. And it's never, it's never But perfect. you have such a good judgment. You know, Charlie, I, I'm like a Thank butterfly. You. I'm like a butterfly. I can be everywhere and I can be friends with everybody and I love everything and I'm so like, you know, enthusiastic. And Charlie's like looking and watching and looking. And then I do I, I, an experience I, I, I have. And she's like, you know, I told you. I knew it from the beginning. I told you. That does happen. She, <laughs> she always has like, she's like an old soul watching everything. And, you know. And oh, my God. She comes to the yes. essence of everything with one smart thing she says. She cannot say anything for a whole while and when she comes to one thing and that's the essence of everything so that's why charlie is actually an amazing counterpart to me because she's like you know she's always like lifting the finger sometimes <laughs> and you know when when she was young you know a friend said you know you're the child and charlie's the mother yeah oh my god that's our whole relationship yeah. the whole reason why we're even doing this podcast called it called ageless is because we have that exact relationship. Oh, yeah. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. And, and you know what? I trust Kit always. She's always made her own decisions about things like monumental, you know, as a kid, like where you're going to go to high school, where you're going to go to college, what you're going to do. I'm like, same here. You've always made the best decisions. So now I have to ask her all the time. I'm like, should I do this? Is that good or bad? Like it's a total like role reversal. Mm -hmm. That's amazing. It's all <laughs> well. I want to go back to um, sort of we touched on it earlier. 
the anti-inflammatory diet and nutrition. And I know that's such a big part of your guys's life. Maybe you could touch on that a bit. So, you know, inflammation, I'm basically an anti-inflammatory doctor. That's where I started in orthopedics. This is really something nobody ever talked about. Now it's like a thing, you know, which is great. You know, I love that everybody adapting to this idea of anti-inflammation because it's so fundamental. And, you know, inflammation is not just what you see when a knee blows up or you get like cystic acne and where you see the inflammation, but it's also their silent inflammation and silent inflammation you don't necessarily see, but still um, is taking place and the structured tissue and uh, causing chronic diseases. So this inflammation we really have to pay attention to and have to get rid of. Where does inflammation come from? It comes from our environment, pollution, sun, the HEV light from our phones and digital devices, from our food, from our skincare, from stress, no sleep. All these things cause inflammation. How can we get inflammation under control? Obviously, um, we should get our portion of sleep every night, minimum eight hours. We should try to cope with stress as um, good as we can through workout or meditation or um, unwinding and um, taking a bath. And um, I always call it, call it the anti-inflammatory moment. And when it comes to diet, there's um, a Harvard study which basically lists the ingredients or the products in our nutrition which are extremely anti-inflammatory. And that could be um, from green leaf vegetable over um, oranges, um, berries, almonds, walnuts, salmon, mackerel, um, cherries, um olives, tomatoes, they all could um, be very, very anti-inflammatory. Everything which is like fried or sodas or processed meat that can cause a lot of inflammation. And then it's not just what you eat, it's also the way you eat it. So if you have late dinners at night, um, your, your your food is sitting in, in your stomach. And especially when you eat a lot of raw um, vegetables, it sits in your stomach and um, causes a lot of inflammation through the acidity um, of sitting there. So you really have to be atten- pay attention how you eat not too late, um, raw vegetable, not after 4, 4 p.m. If you have a lot of like um, uh, fresh squeezed juices, um, vegetable juices, spoon it, like a soup so that our digestive system can take care of it. If you, um, you know, have a green juice and you just drink it down, you know, it's still vegetable in there, you know, your um, saliva and your mouth doesn't start the digestion um, process, you know, like same in our gut and uh, in our stomach and our gut. And um, the same, like, you know, when we eat, we shouldn't drink water 15 minutes before and an hour after our meal because the enzymes don't should, shouldn't be diluted, um, the ones who digest our food. And this digestion is so important, not just to take on all the nutrients into our system, but also, um, you know, to, 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 to make sure, um, you know, that we don't get acidity and therefore inflammation in our bodies. We just actually uh, we just went to this uh, place in Austria called Viva Meyer. It's mm-hmm. a um, it's a health and wellness clinic, and basically also go on a um, on a full on like gut cleanse. And what their theory is that it's more of a making your body alkaline again because of, like it gets overly. I think most of us probably get an overly acidic um, gut at some point, and. Um, I think when we did that and really like cut out cut out all sugars, um, 
gluten. all dairy, all gluten, histamine, um, no, no alcohol, exactly like everything. Um, I think it was very intense. And, and I always say, I think it's very important to keep a balance in life. And although you try to be healthy, I think it's very important to also allow yourself fun and um, not alcohol. be too She wants rigid. to say alcohol. That's not true. I'm, 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 I don't get it to that point. I mean, I just listened to a, another thing just now, and it says when you start depriving yourself of all the foods that actually make you happy and that yeah. are enjoyable and fun, whatever, you, you actually become like it's a mental thing. And it, 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 oh, it lowers your serotonin production. And I firmly believe that although like our guts and my stomach and everything was feeling great. Um, while we did that, I was like, I was so not excited for any of the food at some point. I was like, I can't see this anymore. I'm like, if I see another. How long was it? How, um, How long did you do it? For a week or 10 days. And then we went home after and Germany sort of went into another quarantine lock. So we, we, um, did we continued it at home for two more weeks. And fully by the end of those three weeks in total, I, I felt like, so good. Yeah, but also I was like, I can't wait for like. An enjoyable, like excite, more exciting meal. You know what I mean? Like, so yes. I don't balance yeah. it. Personally, well, what I wanted to ask you guys: what's one go-to healthy anti-inflammatory recipe that anyone can make at home? What we love making is our vegetable Thai curry. That's a good one. We love that. There's there's so many great um, recipes. You can basically. Um, you know, also come up with your own version of everything. You know, you it's important that um, the vegetable you you have are cooked. I I find because it's um, easier to digest. That's so, what we learned at at Viva Meyer, and that's honestly I found that to be so helpful. I never could eat raw vegetable. I never I never responded well to anything raw. I could I, I still can't cannot eat kale and all all those like um, you know they're tough on on my stomach, but. I think, you know, if you cook your vegetable and it, the curry is so easy to, to make. You and know? it's also, it's a great way to use like leftover vegetables because really you can use any vegetables you prefer. Um, it's dairy free because you use coconut milk with it. We share a lot of them on our Instagram actually. And on our, on our, on our, um, on doctor's our, notes. Yeah. Blog, doctor's actually, notes. It's on there. Um, and it's no, it's super easy. It's super fresh. It's to me, that's like my ultimate comfort, food, healthy comfort food. But still nutritious. Like we eat rice with it as well. Like it's, or you can make quinoa. And what we love in the morning is just the porridge. Yeah, love like, it. Well, everyone can check those out, <laughs> um, and hopefully make those. But um, I guess to kind of close off a little bit, um, what is one philosophy or valuable lesson you both learned from your mom that you now live by? So I learned from my mom and also from my dad to be kind and respectful towards every person and everybody out there and every animal and to always keep both feet on the ground no matter what, always be grounded, always know where your background and your family values and never lose sight of, of, of all of that. And this helped me and, you know, when you get this upbringing I, I had, it's it's easy to maintain, but you know, I, I, I think I think that's probably the most important um, thing my parents could have taught me. Um, I would I would 
say that that definitely you passed on to me as well. Like that's probably and to Pepper and to Pepper, most definitely most important lesson that I've learned as well. Um, but I would also add to that that um, so another another important lesson you taught me I think is um, to really trust your gut instincts. I think that's something that I try to um, because I think especially in our age, kid. I don't know like. I feel like we do so much overthinking and deal with so much anxiety and get into our minds so much. And it's a whole ramble. I think it's, it's good to remind yourself, just, you know, trust your gut. Like it's all, I don't know. It's all, it's all fine. And like get back to the positive, positive thinking, you know? Also, if you, if you have such a great relationship to your mother, what, a, what is the fear you have, you know, because, you know, we will always, have your back and you can do whatever you want in your life and we will support you guys. So it's like, it's, it's so great that, that you have this, this, um, um, you know, relationship to your mom, you as well, you know, it's like, um, it's something you guys should really, um, be super secure, feeling super secure in your life because you, you have us. Yeah. I think it works the other way too. Well, I would say also, <laughs> like, I I definitely, I agree with that so much because I think our generation is raised to always be so insecure about, like, our careers and our jobs and, like, what, you know, our life plan is and all of that and having such a wonderful guide and, like, rock in my life mm -hmm. has me to have a more um, positive outlook on like what I want to do and being able to experiment and eventually choose a path. But I think that having you as my guide is definitely, yeah, it's, I, I feel that security, which is, I feel so lucky to have that. Me too, um, 100%. I can only agree. Yeah. So Do you want to do? Yeah, there. I mean, actually, there's so many things I wanted to ask you about sunscreen, but I don't know. Maybe it's like then we need to do another another podcast again. <laughs> yeah, oh, there's so many. I mean, have to be a series. There's so many things that um, I feel we can talk about, but I hope people. Um, I want people to do their own research and. Um, but one question we ask all our guests on Ageless is, uh, what do you want to be when you grow up? Such a hard question. <laughs> I know. It doesn't have to be your profession. Well, that's, that's not entirely true. That's <laughs> um, a question for Charlie, right? Because I'm grown up. No, it's a question for you as well. Well, I think... Yeah, uh, yeah, I because... think it's something to constantly be like reflecting on, on. Um, and I think honestly, like, how would you answer that question? Oh, I mean, I think I'm always, I'm, I'm think I'm always striving for more serenity and living in the moment, and uh, you know, never not looking back at. And with any regrets, always looking forward. And there's a, there's a, you know, being optimistic. I think there's a lot of things that I strive for that I feel like I, I have a long way to go. Mm -hmm. So 
Maybe. It's not a destination. Yeah. Yeah. It's but you see, if you live in the moment, there's nothing, you know, you're, you know, you don't really think about too much ahead. And that's my philosophy but, too. I, I'm just floating and I, um, I do step by step. I did this, um, ever since I can remember with my medical study, with everything, just like one step at a time. So you don't look much ahead, you know, growing up, you know, I, I think if I, when I am, really really old and i look back i just want to make sure my kids are happy and um you know on, on the right path i think that's the biggest biggest wish i would have for for my life you know but i i thought about you? very interesting what you said because i also if i'm honest i you know often struggle with living in the moment and really being present rather than worrying about the past or the future um and and, and living so much in my head. So I, 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 I would definitely agree with that, you know, to reach that sense of, um, I guess, inner peace also at some point and, and just happiness and, and serenity and um, mindfulness. Yeah. Right. Well, um, yeah, just to close off, maybe you guys just tell our listeners where they can find you and follow you guys. So you can find us on drsturm.com, which is just drsturm.com. And we have our doctor's notes there, which are just newly launched, actually, which have all of our anti-inflammatory recipes as well. And then on Instagram, it's just Dr. Barbara Sturm. All right. So I'm so happy that you guys got to listen to our stories today. As always, you can follow us on social media and keep up with our work and our crazy adventures. Then you can follow us on Instagram at Cynthia Rowley and at Kit Keenan. Thanks for listening.